Blog Talk Radio. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Kids, you tried your best and you failed miserably. The lesson is never try. Chicago, uh, mid Chicago, and I know that I'm going to get like the stink eye. Uh, I am Lavar, and out on the west coast from um, a very cool Nevada. Uh, yeah, it's wonderful co-host Mary. How are you? It's the surface of the sun. We are awesome today. I heard, <laughs> and I also heard about. Uh, all of our friends out in Arizona, I think Lake Havasaw was around 116 or is going to be 116. That's insane. Um, That's normal for this time of year. I, I know. It, it's it's the norm. And now we're getting that weird part of weather where it is extremely hot in some places. And then we are starting to see some tropical storms. I know the East Coast uh, is bearing down for a tropical storm this weekend. So for all of you, hope that you stay safe. Uh, but, yeah, this is like that weird time of the year. And it, it's like for anyone that's traveling, uh, you know, it seems like the week before it was fine. Now it's like going to be extremely hot in the south, and I know out toward the west. And good luck for good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, you know what? Uh, as most of you know, I went out to Arizona a few weeks ago. That was the first time in, like, Arizona heat, which I didn't mind. It's nice heat. Now, a couple of weeks from now, for the basis of uh, sharing, I will actually be uh, a couple of weeks. Uh, actually, we're coming up in a couple of weeks from now, aren't we? Yeah, it's a couple of weeks, yeah. Not I will be in your neck of the woods. Not week, but next week. Yes, yep. I will be in your neck of the woods. Um, I don't know what the weather's going to be. <laughs> hot, dry, hot. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. So, does one when they are out? Because you know what, I will admit it's been a while since I've been out in the Vegas area. Um, it has been. It will be almost, I think, fourteen years since I've been in Vegas. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I know that you guys are the same as it is everywhere in regards to pretty much dress lightly, hydrate. Uh, I know it's not hydrating at the bar. Um, wow, but, you can't do that anyway. Oh, can't do it. But wait a minute. <laughs> you can't at a restaurant that serves alcohol. I think it was just, what, the bars itself that are now closed, you can't, right? Yeah you, can't go, yeah, you can't go sit at a bar, but you can sit at a table and get alcoholic beverages. So that's at least you can still drink. You just can't drink in a bar setting like normal human beings usually do after happy hour. 
Gotcha. <laughs> and, and I know here in Chicago they are closing the bars at midnight, but last call for alcohol is at 11, which at that point, once we got past last call, you're pretty much leaving at about 11.05. Right. That's down the drink and go home. It makes no sense to stay after uh, 11 o'clock when there's nothing going on for the next hour. But, yeah, I don't know. But speaking of someone that can pretty much buy drinks for everybody, I, I do I can't let this week go without at least one sports note. Uh, of course, for many of you who have heard, uh, Patrick Mahomes is now buying uh, food for everybody uh, for the next few years. <laughs> I mean, a $500 million contract, but word comes tonight that there is a possibility that somebody may be joining him. And it could be Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. Uh, really? Yes. Uh, Mark Ingram, uh, on what, when quoted tonight on what Patrick Mahomes' contract means for Lamar Jackson, he says, and quote, that means he's about to get a half Billy. He's about to secure the bag. Big trust. And that the question is posed tonight by NFL Network. It says, is Lamar Jackson the next $500 million quarterback? I don't know at this point, is it really worth signing a quarterback to a long-term deal and giving them that much money? Is anybody really worth that much money as an athlete? Not anymore, no. And I and I know that we have elite quarterbacks in the league still playing. And if you would have asked me 10 years ago the same question for Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, I would tell you now then as well. I think that you have to prove yourself. And although Mahomes did prove himself in the Super Bowl, I think he still has another season under his belt because it's what he, what you do after you've won mm-hmm. that finds you as a quarterback, I think. And if he can get through the next seat, well, we don't know what's going to happen in the next season, but if he can get through the next season and still be top tier, then yeah, give him the money. I, I'm, but I, Jackson, really, wow. Yeah, um, say Lamar Jackson uh, could possibly be worth wow. next hundred million dollar quarterback. I, you know, so, so you said years ago it would have been Tom Brady. Do you think that Tom Brady is worth at this late juncture of his career where he's signing smaller contracts? So are you saying that he's probably worth it now? And are you saying that when he signs a contract, it pretty much should be for fifty million for the year? I don't know if he was worth $50 million anymore. Again, he's, it, it's so hard to make that call. He is worth it in the system that he was in. Is he a system quarterback, or is he really that talented? Nobody really knows. In his <clears throat> system, if it, would have been, if it would have been last year or two years ago, and they said, you know what, we're only signing two-year contracts, but we're going to give you $50 million. absolutely, he's worth it at that point in time. He he was he was producing for that franchise with that system with that coach on that team, and by all means, yes, yes, go ahead. New system, new team, new coach. Maybe he is a talented quarterback. I guess I'm still you know, and I'm a Michigan fan, so I shouldn't be talking this way. But there's you know there's times when it's like Deflate Gate come straight to mind. Um, there's some things that like make me go, hmm, maybe. Back when he was a quarterback in Michigan, he wasn't all that in a bag of chips. He was all right. 
but wow. so if is I was gonna say is any non quarterback worth that much? Smaller. Any non quarterback? Yes, like a wide receiver, running back, defensive player. Ooh. Is anybody worth a contract like that besides a quarterback? Fifty million for a or year. Or five hundred million, like a five hundred million ten year contract. Right, which would be fifty million per year. Yeah, pretty much. I did the math right. Did fifty the math million right. Yeah. a year. Yeah. Ooh. I don't you know. See how big that is. <laughs> That's a lot know. of money. That's a lot of money. I don't know that anybody. Yeah, I don't know that anybody. At his height, does, uh, Michael I Jordan. I think I, when honestly, he signed his last contract with the Bulls, I think it was around thirty-two million that year. For that year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, but he was also on to his sixth. Yeah, I know. NBA title, which he so was he worth. Was worth it. Here. Absolutely. That's, I argue with me. At me at that point. I, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at, at Lou Mama. By all means, at me. He was absolutely worth it. He's worth it. Um, I don't know. I don't know that in football right now, non-quarterback, I, I don't even know that any quarterback is really worth $50 million a year. I mean, I'm still kind of on the fence on the Mahomes deal. I really am. He might I think be. it's risky. I, I think that out of that five hundred million, I would hope that half of that maybe is guaranteed. The other half is like incentivized, but I know a big chunk of that is like all paid up front. But I was like, you know, what happens? Heaven forbid, if there's an injury, or if there is, you know, some injury that pretty much he's not the same player again. Now you're stuck with this huge deal, and a quarterback that you don't know is going to be healthy. I mean, you would hope stays healthy within 10 years and is uh, cemented like uh, what a Tom Brady was in New England. I mean, if he's anything like Tom Brady and he brings at least two or three Super Bowls to Kansas City in this 10-year deal, I would say it was worth it. But yeah. it's taking a huge risk because you just don't know. It's like baseball risk. players, and like I said with the Bryce Harper deal a while back, you know, Bryce Harper, that contract would have been good probably like after year two or three when he was in the league. But, you know, I wouldn't pay Bryce Harper that amount. Probably Trout I would pay that amount because he's a stud. You know, you don't get a play, you only get a player like that once in a generation. I would do that. The Pujols deal when he went out to the Angels, that they overpaid. I mean, they pretty much overpaid. They paid him pretty much for And I think okay. that's part of the gamble, though. That's part of the gamble. It is. They hope that it does pay off. I, 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 I don't know. It is. I don't know. Speaking of baseball. It's a tough one. Yeah, speaking of baseball, most teams are now practicing and undergoing their second spring training. Um, some of the things that you've seen from this early first few weeks is a lot of players who are going to be sitting out season just not going to go through this second part because they don't feel safe in regards to COVID and going away from their families and pretty much giving you know up on this current season I would say like for those who probably are doing that uh, I was thinking about this the other day if if you're taking that and it rightfully so and no one is chiding them on this and no one's saying, hey, you can't do this. But to me, I think if you're not going to join your team in this second round, then you probably shouldn't get the full paycheck for playing this season. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, it, I, 
I think it should be probably maybe half, if not like 33% of what you were going to earn. And if we go all the way and we win, I don't think that you should get a World Series ring, quite frankly. A hundred percent agree. I'm sorry. If we're going to, like, look at it like it's a job. I know it's a game. It's a job. That is what you're getting paid to do. If I decided after my time ran out on my vacation that I still didn't feel good enough to go into work because I didn't feel safe, they would say, fine, we'll hold your position for you, but I'm not getting paid. I don't have vacation time that's paying me. I'm getting unemployment. I wonder what the unemployment payout would be for that. That would be I don't funny. Know. Like if they they applied for unemployment. Sorry, that just struck me when I said that. But no, they shouldn't get paid for something they're not doing. And I I'm not saying they should go and play either. By all means, they should take care of their family and themselves. That should be first and foremost. But even the league minimum earner has earned enough if they were smart with their money to make it through to next season. Speaking of, and and I know we're starting out on sports here, but I'm just, it's a few sports stories that have popped up this week that I thought were worthy of this, but one of the things that bothered me, and I'm not sure if you've seen it, uh, some of the NBA players are reporting to the bubble there in Orlando. And, um, a couple of the complaints that they have bought up in their short time there has been about the amenities, which for you or I, if we saw where they were staying, we'd take it in an instant. Um, right. And also about the food. <laughs> and the food looks great. If you've seen what? Uh, Joel Embiid and the pictures of the food, it's fancy food just in containers. Uh, I mean, a lot of food, like chicken breast salad, steamed vegetables, mashed potatoes, pasta, you name it, it's all on there. Uh, J.R. Smith, who complained about it. Uh, ben McLevore, who complained about the food. And this is also a good time to remind you that this won't be the food for the next few months. Uh, from USA Today Sports' Jeff uh, Zilgit. He says that executive chef Sean Loving, who has worked with USA Basketball at the Olympics and other international competitions, will oversee a commercial kitchen where each team can provide one culinary staffer to help prepare additional meals. Also, the league has partnered with six restaurants, Del Frisco's, Joe's Crab Shack, Morton's, the Ocean Air, Palm and Saltgrass, to provide delivery service to team hotels. Those restaurants are part of Landry's Incorporated, a restaurant entertainment and gaming company owned by the Houston Rockets owner. In addition, each team will have a culinary team on campus to provide meals, a personal chef who can prepare those meals off campus and have them delivered to the players, room services available, and multiple restaurants at each of the three resorts where teams are staying and have restaurants open. To me, is this just like crybabies who yes. just grow up with their giving? <laughs> I read, I saw this whole thing, and I could not believe it. I was like, I, if I'm getting fed, and I'm staying in amenities. I don't have to pay for it, and I'm just playing basketball getting paid. I'd be thankful right now. Is it kind of like crying over spilled milk? <laughs> Forget spilled milk. It's crying over milk that hasn't even left the bottle yet. Like, come on. It's like those kids that say, I want a quesadilla. You give them a quesadilla. But I didn't want that quesadilla. That's what it sounds like. It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. 
I want to eat my poop. No, don't. You can't do that. But, and then they lose their crap. That is what it sounds like to me. It's like, really? (laughs) I think people lose their perspective that there are people in the wings that are just as talented as those people that are there complaining that could do the job that they do. It may not be as entertaining. They may not look as good in the uniform, but by God, they can do the job that would do that in a heartbeat for half the price. So they might want to keep that in mind. Like, come on, guys. Calm down. They have their own personal chef. Are you kidding me? It, it just come seems like, on. It, seems, it just it seems so spoiled. And I was like, as many people that aren't eating the fancy foods that they're getting, yeah, that's... It, it reeks of spoiled brat. Mm-hmm. Reeks of spoiled brat. <laughs> Uh, I tell you, I, I don't know. Uh, speaking of food, I, I know, uh, are you a big potato chip eater? It depends on the chips, but yes, I do eat chips. And I think we talked about this the other day where certain foods have to be paired with certain chips. Yes, um, there are pairings. <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> wine I and laugh food. At. They have to be pairing. Right, there's wines chips. that go with certain cheeses and there are chips that go with certain sandwiches. Absolutely. So here's a big thing. You know, for years, in the last few years especially, Lay's has been at the forefront of incorporating different foods into their chips and having contests for it. Well, Lay's is rolling out five new limited batch flavors of chips that will draw on classic dishes served at beloved U.S. restaurants. The snack lineup includes Lay's kettle-cooked New York-style pizza, which is inspired by Grimaldi's in New York City. Lay's Nashville Hot Chicken, inspired by Party Fowl in Nashville. (laughs) Lay's Philly Cheese Steak, which is inspired by Gino's Steaks in Philadelphia. Lay's Wavy Carnitas Street Taco, inspired by El Torito in Los Angeles. And Lay's Philly... I'm going to get this so wrong. Uh, Rolino, which is inspired by... Cochina Azul and Albuquerque. Now, that Chile Relino will only be available at Walmart and 7-Eleven. Uh, the potato chips are expected to hit shelves later this month. So, with that being said, I guess which one are you looking forward to? And is there one yet that they have not done that you'd like to see? Um, they've done some weird ones. Yeah, they have. They've done some weird ones. So, no, there is a, I don't think they've touched a, like something that I'd be like, yeah, I'd like to see that as a potato chip. Never thought of that. Um, I will say that the um, one from L.A., from the El Torito from L.A., that mm-hmm. would be interesting. Um, I don't know how well it will translate, but that would be interesting. The Philly cheesesteak, I think, would be fine. Uh, I mean, it's cheese and meat, you know. It's like bacon cheese flavored potato chips have that. So I think they could probably translate that a little bit better. So that one might be the safest, I guess, of the five. Why they pick New York style pizza? I'm kind of upset about that. There's some good Chicago style pizza out there. That I, I know, I know. And I know for our I'm New York, Grimaldi's is one of the, I think, or John's of Bleecker, which uh, I know has been talked about too. But I know it's pretty big pizza in New York. But, yes, I'm surprised it did not go with a Chicago style pizza. <laughs> I mean, I would like to. If there's 
have taco Doritos, so why mm-hmm. not do a pizza chip, right? There's nothing right. wrong with doing a pizza chip. I think they should do a pizza, so like West Coast pizza chip, Chicago mm-hmm. pizza chip, New York style pizza chip. I think that would be an interesting contest. Mm. How well those translate. Uh-huh. Lace, give me a call. That's a consultancy right there. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Uh, when it's usually said on our show, it usually happens the next week, and we don't get paid a consulting fee. <laughs> Which is so ridiculous. It needs to start happening, people. We don't get you paid the fees. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't. It always seems to happen that way. As soon as we say something, it usually will. Uh, right. Yeah, it usually will uh, come out, and usually will happen. But nope. Unfortunately, no. I know you're a big Disney fan. Um, So I saw an article here, which I thought was pretty interesting. In recent years, you've seen a lot of Disney live-action remakes. Um, And I did not know that uh, there's quite a few that are going to be coming out over the next few years. Uh, mm-hmm. Among those on the list that are either in production or they are working on, um, <laughs> which I kind of had to read twice because uh, I was looking, um, and actually, I think one of them was a Peter Pan remake. Um, mm-hmm. Which I'm not I don't so know, worried I, about that one. They do that on stage you? all the time, so I'm not too worried about that one. Oh, well, you're not. <laughs> No, um, I mean, I, I, it, they've done Hook, so you have, you know, they've done other Peter Pans live action, like not mm-hmm. Disney specifically, uh, but with the advance in special effects and all that, I think they could do well. Um, that one I'm not as worried about as some of the other ones on the list. <laughs> uh, and then I know one of them that was also on the list uh was I think I said Hercules, which is there. Um, mm-hmm. So that will be Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh, they are working on. Um, the plan mm-hmm. is to expand upon the original story and music for the 1937 film. Uh, the lyricists from La La Land are on board to write the movie's new songs. Um, Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, uh, that's the one I'm worried about. <laughs> Uh, the Hunchback. That one in Hercules, those two. The Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Pinocchio. Uh, Bambi. Oof. <laughs> Robin mm-hmm. Hood. And uh, yeah, those are the ones. Uh, so you said that you're worried about the other two. Mhm, mhm. No, no. There's a few. I'm actually, I'm, I'm worried about a few of them, but those two are the big ones. Lilo, because they're my faves. Like Bambi, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a Lion King, and everybody's gonna Lilo, like, yeah, whatever. Um, but those two, Lilo and Stitch and Hercules, are some of the underrated movies in their animated sequences, like their animated films, and right. I love them. I think they're great. I really do. And they could ruin those so fast because of because of the um, the, the special effects and because of the advancement in that they could ruin it. They could, they could probably turn out 
awesome. Hmm. I'm still, I'm, I mean, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it could turn out to be Aladdin, is what I'm worried about. It could turn out to be Aladdin. Okay. And no offense to Will Smith as a blue genie, but he sucked. Um, <laughs> it could We're turn out to be Aladdin, and I don't want them to. I don't want them to worry. I don't want them to ruin Hercules. Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Oh. Lordy. <laughs> so I knew you were There's big so much there. I wanted to get your take on that one because it's very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Quickly going to, because normally on Friday nights now we do the trending Twitter topics, and I will tell you, Twitter has pretty much been taken over by <laughs> Will Smith and Jada Smith. Uh, mm-hmm. Jada Smith having her red table talk today in regards to, because of course, if you haven't listened to the news um, uh, about the allegations, uh, I don't, I'm not sure what the young man is an actor or if he's a singer or whatever of having an affair with Ada Smith that was set up by uh, Will Smith. And there's been talk for years in Hollywood of their open marriage. And I guess Jada and Will appeared on her Red Table talk show. And according to TMZ, uh, Jada did admit to a relationship with him, but of course there's a caveat. But she said it happened, but we were separated. Um, she took issue with the fact that uh, he had claimed that Will Smith gave permission because she and Will say it wasn't necessary at that time. Um, it's really a lot of stuff. Uh, if you. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's all over. It 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 pretty much it it's, it's everywhere. Uh, yeah, and and then at some point, uh, August decides to drag. <laughs> he decides to drag Keith Key Palmer into it, and then she responded to him on Twitter, and he responded back, and it's like it's getting real sloppy. I mean, it pretty much is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think yeah. that's why a lot of uh, women tonight are talking about entanglement. Um, uh, so a lot of people are updating their relationship status where it says in an entanglement. So you might have seen that come across your timeline. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what they're talking about is the entanglement with that. But that pretty much is like the major thing tonight. Uh, there's other stories and, of course, the uh, president commuting the sentence a long time advisor, Roger Stone, um, there's also a quote, Disney is over a party, <laughs> but I don't even want to know why. <laughs> and I'm not even going to go to that. But yeah, but Will Smith and Jada Smith definitely trending. Uh, one more thing tonight that I want to at least get to, because we didn't get a chance to get to it last week. Last week was the, was it the, it wasn't, no, it wasn't it was the 30th anniversary of Back to the It was Future. something like that. Yeah. 30th. Yeah. So, uh, the question, and the major question that came across, and now I'm going to forget exactly how I had it, but it was if you could go back in time. <laughs> how did I phrase that question? I think it was if you could go back in time. Where would where, you go and what would you do? Yeah, what would you do? 
And yeah. we both and kind of had our own answer for clarification, that. Right, and then I clarified with, am I affecting history or am I not affecting history? And I said go with both. There. Go with both. If you could affect history and if uh, also just to go back to a certain point. But if you go back anyway, okay. wouldn't you affect history at some point? Well, there, it's the whole... Like, if you could go back and just be an observer. So you're not necessarily there, you're, like, inhabiting space body, and you don't get to have any kind of, you just get to see history as it is. You don't get to change anything. You just get to be there. Kind of like uh, quantum leap. You take over somebody else's body. But you don't actually take over. You're just there. So it's either, you're either Doctor Who or quantum leap, right? Yeah, and, and I got the original question. The original question from the Chicago Sun-Times was tomorrow's the 30, 35th anniversary of the release of Back to the Future. If you could go back in time, when would you go was the question that they posed. So if I could just be an observer, I'd want to go have tea with Jesus. Like, I want to be a philosopher. I want to see what happens. I want to be what I want to do. Because that guy did exist. Religious or prophecies or any of that stuff. Like, take that all out of it. I would love to just see that, to be there. I think it would be interesting to see. And then look, then be able to come back and look at the Bible and go, ah, they got that wrong. <laughs> or they got that right. I mean, they could have gone either way. I think you cut out for a second. What did you say you would go back to? I would go tea with Jesus. Last ah, Supper. That's what I figured. <laughs> Last Supper. And like I said, I would love to be able to be like, you know, like Da Vinci got that right or got that wrong or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. Hmm. I would love to be able to go back and do that. That would be, that would be if I don't get to do, like I don't change anything. I'm just an observer. That would be where I would go. If I get to change history, it would be a very personal thing and it would be 1998-ish. Um. I would probably change some things that happened in college and it would be very specific to me. And I think it would be, and that would be, I don't know that it would change a lot, but then again, ripple effect, it might change everything. Who knows? But that would be fun to go back and see me in college as I was and be like, dude, Hey, don't do that. That's what I would do. I have a very odd feeling that everyone would agree with you on that one because I think they would all go back to probably when they were like 17 or 18. Um, and, you know, pretty much at that point, tell them their young selves to, hey, mm-hmm. um, just a heads up. Don't do this. Don't do that. Do this and try this. Um, I, I would probably do that. Now, a history one, you know what? I've thought about this for the last couple of weeks, and I don't know, only because history begat something else that begat something else, and I don't know if I could go back and change anything, only because of, you know, things that happen due to either a good event or a tragic event. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would want to go back and change that. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's something that I'm still oh, thinking. Oh, yeah, no. I think the only thing that I, I would probably want to go back historic. and see 
in history, probably, or I mean, I guess if anything, I mean, I would probably go back and tell Lincoln not to go to the theater that night. <laughs> <laughs> you probably don't want to go see that play. <laughs> probably Another play? not. Go next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a wait, good play. Wait a week. Go yeah. next week. <laughs> well, no, I mean, there's plenty of things in like in history that I would love to just see. That's why I said if I could just go and be an observer, not be a change it kind of person. There's a lot of right. things back in history that I would love to see. Uh, like I said, the Last Supper. Um, the the duel between Burr and Alexander Hamilton, that'd be fun to watch. Um, I think it would be fun to watch. I know this is kind of morbid, but Marie Antoinette getting beheaded, that would be fun to watch. Like you know, there's stuff that I would like to be able probably to go like to the Hamilton. I think and, uh, I would because <laughs> it probably I was like somebody be. cheated or somebody was like this should be okay. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It would totally be like, dang, mm, that's not as good as I hoped. Yeah, but I would love to be able to do that. Just because, even though I'd be Come back and tell it, man, well, no, it didn't even happen like that, bro. Like, bro, you are so wrong. <laughs> Let me help you. You need Told to you that. This, it's okay? not happening, but it would change the play. <laughs> we wouldn't want to do that. So, uh, people still talking about that play, even this week, who uh, had a chance to see it and, um, I, one of these days, I guess I will get a chance, it? hopefully, to watch it. But uh, a lot of people who I know are still talking about it and how they wish they had actually gone to see the production uh, and how good the uh, the showing on Disney Plus was. So, oh, I would love to have seen the original, but I <laughs> couldn't afford that. Are you kidding? Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little steep. A little steep. I would love to see if they could, which I'm sure they didn't have the foresight, the, the production that was in Chicago with uh, Wayne Brady. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I would love to see that one. That would have been amazing. <laughs> Wayne Brady is quite a talented guy, and I'm pretty sure oh, it was he been, is. been for those who actually had a chance to see it. But with that, He's my friend, cute, so that helps. Uh, <laughs> the clock on the wall tonight is actually telling us that we are a little bit out of time. I know it's early. Really? We're a little bit out of time tonight. Uh, did you have any shout-outs this evening? Not this evening. Well. Take care of your mental health. Take care of yourself. Take care of the people around you. Um, we're getting close to where people are starting to really break down. So that's yeah. the only thing that's on my mind at this point. Hug your loved ones. Definitely. Share the love. I will echo that sentiment. And, 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 you know, like thank all of you for listening tonight. Join us back next Friday night time for Mary I am LeVar thanks so much for listening everybody take care of yourselves and each other